What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Mind, and this is another August weekday drop, people, man. Listen, we got a hot show. But before we jump into this hot show, man, y'all be sure to follow your boy, Master23Mind, and Mastermind RGTV on YouTube, and Real Gamer on all podcast platforms, and the classic shows, RGTV. Listen, man, we got a spicy show, man. Spicy, spicy show. We're going to be talking about a couple things, diving deep into some things, and just really, you know, breaking down some things and kind of elaborating on a couple things. I'm not going to speak too heavy on about uh, Gamescon because I got a bunch of other stuff I kind of want to touch on a little bit. But it's cool because this is the end of August. I've been off my game a little bit in August, but it's all cool because we're working on a master plan. We're working on a bunch of good stuff that's coming up here on the show. We got some guests up in line that's coming up here on the show. We got the Crypto Podcast also rolling too. That's on another network though. But hey, let's jump right into it. So, this new Saints Row is out, man. So, the thing is, this new Saints Row, it's pretty cool. Shout out to the Brother Hip Hop Gamer, man. I was watching him play it and listen, man. The game is pretty dope. Now, one of the problems I, I, I kind of uh, struggle with it is the graphics. You know, so I'm a graphical guy. And the graphics is cool, but... When I was seeing him playing the game, he was rolling through a couple spots on the game. It was a bunch of dark spots and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, it's like pretty dark for the game, you know what I'm saying? Two uh, issues, it's a little buggy, man. Like, these things are gonna, you know, these things are gonna happen in, in day one games or whatnot anyway. You know, day one patch, make sure you update your game, folks. You ain't got no internet, you better turn your hotspot on because you're gonna need, you don't need that day one patch. So uh, this one of them games, you're definitely gonna need the day one patch. Um, the graphics could have been better, but the only reason I got the expectations high for Saints Row on graphics is because the new GTA 6, when it dropped, bruh, listen, you're looking for a game that's uh, open world and real similar to GTA, you think of this game, of course, uh, but graphical wise, there's no other game that's going to uh, like this open world like GTA there's I mean Saints Row had the perfect opportunity especially uh, I'm, I'm looking at a standpoint from where these guys talking about rebranding uh the the entire uh you know like a rebrand of Saints Row this is not the pickup from Saints Row 2 or 3 or whatnot this is a brand new Saints Row brand new story and everything which is I'm okay with that but with that with that rebranding of it I'm going to need you to come hot with these graphics because we already know your competitors like GTA 6 or whatnot. You know, they probably was doing their own thing. They was creating their own game. I wouldn't, wouldn't even GTA probably. GTA probably not even in a they preference thought. But as a fan, I'm sitting back looking like, yo, for the graphics people, when GTA 6 drop, it ain't going to be no more Saints Row. You're probably going to forget about Saints Row. I just feel like when games try to rebrand themselves, um, they got to come all with it because let, let, let's get it clear. It's, it's, it's a reasoning why you're rebranding Sanctuary. You feel what I'm saying? So it's some of the elements that they left out from the old game. Uh, I feel like they could have brought back in, but you know, it, it's just not coming out. I still believe in the game, but I'm GTA 6 fan all day. I'm looking at it from a competitive standpoint, like GTA versus Sanctuary uh, game. But yo, it's pretty dope. But I mean, 
make sure you download that day one patch. I got to see and play. I, I haven't played it hands on yet. Just kind of watching different streamers playing it, but watching it first from Hip Hop Gamer playing it. So, you know what I'm saying? Just from looking at it, yo, it looks dope. I love that the car, driving the car and whatnot looks like it's very smooth and very like freely. You know what I'm saying? I like games like that. So uh, I hear the radio is pretty dope. So, hey, I'm not really saying anything bad about it. Just one of those things like, yo, GTA 6 finna blow any other game that's gonna try to be like it out the water. That's all I'm saying. Moving on, let's talk about this Resident Evil TV series, man. Man. Hats off Resident Evil, yo. I, I was, I'm a, I'm a really big Resident Evil fan. So y'all y'all already know how I feel about Resident Evil, period. But it, it makes me sad, man, because it was actually a good show. It, it was actually a good show. Um, and for them canceling it, I'm looking at Netflix like, yo, they probably canceled it because of the fact that, you know, Netflix is not doing so great, you know what I'm saying? But as a streaming service, so you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It, it, it could be reasons why they didn't, you know, why they didn't continue with the series. I'm kind of sad for it, but I think it really had potential, yo. It really had potential. They, 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 they. We finally got a story about Albert Whisker. You feel so? Whisker's one of my favorite characters in Resident Evil series, and we finally got a story about him. And he's a black guy. You know what I'm saying? And plus, it was a little bit different approach. Um, it was Whisker's clone. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh. Oh, for real? Oh, wait. They, oh, yo. I'm remembering these moments coming from Resident Evil 5 playing the game. Resident Evil, um, yeah, 5. Yeah, when they was, when they was off in Africa or whatnot with, with Chris. Yeah, so remembering these moments from the game and, you know what I'm saying, just as a Resident Evil deep fan, seeing the show was like, yo, Man, how can you not respect it? You feel what I'm saying? It was a great show. They they really did their thing with this one, and I just knew it was gonna be season. Yeah, man, I started to do a podcast right after I seen the show. Like I was like, yo, this what season two gonna be about? Boom, boom, boom. They can do a season three. I I was all over the place with it. And I'm like, yo, because I'm a big Resident Evil fan, and for the mere fact this is being canceled, man, y'all need to call Amazon on the phone, call somebody. Hey, pick these series up and um, run them on your uh, platform. Screw you, Netflix. <laughs> Moving on, talking about this PlayStation 5 price going up, but not for US. That's a problem. So, y'all already know we in this deep global um, chip shortage and a bunch of stuff going on, going on around the world. And, you know, it's not looking good for, for, for chips. It's not looking good for manufacturers and you know consoles and whatnot it's already hard to get your hands on a ps5 so outside the us they're raising the price which sucks I, i'm not a big fan of and i don't agree with that for i don't agree with playstation doing that but uh you know it's one of those things uh, of course xbox and nintendo came i said no we're gonna keep our prices the same come over here and buy our consoles screw those guys you can't even get your hands on one of those then they're raising the prices you really don't want to play PS5. come on you see all those triple title games hey they're over there with xbox xbox is over here like yo what's up come on over here and play pc we're gonna take it over eventually anyway you don't need those guys giving us more and more reasons to why we really don't want to want or need a playstation 5 this wasn't a good move sony i'm gonna need you not to raise your prices but hey your prices will be the same for usa so hey we're not uh we're not too mad but it's not good globally uh that's a problem i, I hope uh that was just you know a fluke maybe they're 
get so many complaints and maybe president from the PlayStation place to come out and say, hey, we were just joking or whatever, you know, or um, we can probably fix that by December. I don't know. Give people some hope, but we don't need no PlayStation bad news about price going up globally. We don't need none of that right now. You know what I'm saying? Because this is going to spin off to the next topic I'm going to talk about. Um, I need y'all to go check out the interview on Bloomberg about when, when they Bloomberg interviewed uh, Xbox CEO. Check out that interview. Um, he said something. And so let's move on to the next topic. He said something and was like, yo, this is what I've been kind of telling y'all on the podcast for, for so, 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 so long. And eventually it's going to happen. And like I gave you a whole deep elaboration about cloud gaming and all that. I'm like, yo, yo, I see what Xbox is trying to do, yo. Like, oh, yo, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But... <sighs> What he said when I quoted or I wrote around less and less consoles exclusives. So listen, man. Death Stranded, that's going to also spin me off to the other topic too. Death Stranded is coming on PC. That was a AAA title. That was a PlayStation uh, AAA title game. Now, you know, PlayStation just launched this whole uh, PC uh, thing and the site is up and running. Check out the previous podcast episode, yo. Uh, the site is up, is up and running and everything. You know what I'm saying? So they got... They just got Death Stranded. You got Spider-Man. Um, if I'm not mistaken, my charter is coming too, I think. Um, pretty sure. Um, or maybe I just got already out. <laughs> we got um for not Forbidden West, but the first one, uh Horizon, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, they slowly taking these PlayStation exclusive titles and moving them over to PC. And if you're over there at PC, you pretty much, you might as well say Xbox, you know? So um, I I can I can see that when he says in his interview, less and less consoles exclusives. Yo, previous podcast, we was talking about an article that came out talking about, you know, Google doing something to where you just type a game in the search, in the Google search menu, boom, put your control up and you play the game. It's gonna boil down to a point to where it's like accessories. Which accessory do you are you going with? You know what I'm saying? And not so less of which console you're gonna go with because of these AAA title games. You know, um, if PlayStation, that's like look at what Nintendo did with iOS uh, so so long ago. Remember uh, Mario Run? Let me let's 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 go ahead and fact check that while we're on the show right now. Check this. When did Mario Run come out? When did Mario Run come out? We're going to fact check this on the show. 2016. So look, check this. Remember when... It's basically what I'm saying is it's like PlayStation is giving up their main characters. Uh, when, when Nintendo decided to uh, send, you know, Mario to the mobile and make these mobile games, whatnot, and that mobile is cool. Mobile is universal. And when it's a moment to where they're giving up their main characters, look at what Mario did. Look at what uh, Pokemon did. Look at these. These are Nintendo main characters. So now you're looking at PlayStation main characters being shifted over to, to PC or whatnot. So when you start to see this ship, God of War is another PC now on PC. Yeah, yo. Like, so when you see these main characters, your your bread-winning characters, that's like, yo, MJ. <laughs> This is the MJ. Uh, these are the MJs of PlayStation. These are the MJs for Nintendo. When you see your main character being uh, shifted to another platform or another uh, another platform, 
yo, that's uh, that's that's not it. I wouldn't say it's not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but we're just speaking from a yeah, we don't monopoly type deal. Like PC's cloud is gonna eat up everything to where it's not gonna be a PlayStation. It's just gonna be a game. <laughs> As sooner or later, maybe. But that's why I said um, it's going to boil down to what's going to make us want to stay over here at PlayStation, knowing that the new God, of, of course, us diehard PlayStation fans, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? But if we know God of War 2, now we're going to speak from a future standpoint. If we know God of War 2 or the next God of War, whatever uh, game, it's going to come out on PC you know what I'm saying, two years later or a year later, is it worth waiting? Plus, while we're dealing with the shortage of a chip shortage and it's going to be hard to get your hands on all this hardware anyway, hey, we're raising the prices in other countries around the world. Can I wait? Probably so. Plus, the graphics is going to probably be a little bit better on PC because, you, you know, we'll be able to tune things up or whatever, whatever. You know, so it's one of those things to where it's like, uh, this is not looking good for PlayStation. You know, um, Nintendo is still a juggernaut in the room, of course, because, you know, kids, family, uh, traditional type playing or whatnot, um, you know. So Nintendo is still a heavy hitter. They still got characters. They still got history. Uh, but do I see Nintendo in the future, like, teaming up with Microsoft saying, hey, you know what? We like y'all cloud gaming. We're struggling over here with cloud. We're struggling with network, as we see now with nintendo look at nintendo switch like the proof is in the pudding you know what i'm saying so it's like can i see nintendo back in the you know in the future probably 10 10 years on down the road or whatever making a deal with microsoft hey you know let's uh, i like your cloud gaming let's um let's do something oh this would be great maybe we can now finally uh get playstation to finally go ahead and make that final shift but we're seeing playstation already kind of making their pivot to over there anyway because it's there the proof is in the pudding so you know it, it's one of those situations to where it's like dang man playstation what you gonna do well what they're gonna do is we got playstation vr2 let's talk about it so what's gonna make these guys different i'm not saying playstation is is over 2023 playstation is doomed no i'm not saying any of that but when you just look at it from out lens of it and it's like yo next 10 years like a layout of all of this i'm telling you i already see where it's going yo <laughs> but you know what i'm saying so playstation vr 2 yo it's gonna be amazing so if playstation vr 2 is not a flop now you give playstation a little bit more breathing room but if pc is able to you know also get these vr so if playstation can create some type of vr experience that you can't have over here on pc because it's gonna boil down to experience like what i'm saying what's gonna make these guys different it's gonna boil down to experience uh like me immersed in this game like i have a better i, I have the player has a better experience over here with playstation vr versus the experience I had over here at PC, you know, so it's just going to be one of those things of what's going to make these two different, uh, unique experiences, uh, different. It's going to be the accessory that the hardware from Sony themselves. So 
if they can this this new VR2, they're saying up to the hype is going, you know, got this eye tracking and the 120 hertz, whatever, whatever. If if it's a flop, that's not gonna be good. But if it does well, which I'm thinking that it would, I'm I'm, I'm hoping it, I'm sure it will. If it does well, yo, alright, that's good. Because right now it's just like, yo, uh, we got Xbox buying up all this stuff. You know, their CEO, he's a cool guy, man. He, he's always like just laid back and like, yeah, I love gaming. And I love the fact that he actually plays games and everything too. So he's a really cool guy, man. You know what I'm saying? So Xbox buying up all these studios. You got a really cool CEO. I see him being CEO for Xbox for, you know, forever. You know what I'm saying? That's like, um, these guys are not going to get rid of the, the CEO of Xbox. No way. He brought him too much money. It is, he's a cool guy. Amazing ideas and everything. Nah, he's going to be there for a good little minute. So, Xbox is definitely on the right track to really uh, continue dominating and becoming a market giant. They, are, they already are, but I'm talking about Pac-Man type deal. <laughs> hey, shout out to the YouTube people because I talk with my hands a lot, but see the podcast can't really get to experience that, you know. So uh, moving on to talking about something else, I want to I want to breach on a little bit about this GamesCon because uh, we seen this Dead Island two. Check out the previous podcast, folks. I'm trying to tell you, RGTV baby. Quick clip. Uh, this Dead Island two dropping February third, twenty twenty three listen looks really cool i got the first dead island had a good time you know what i'm saying a couple things i didn't like about it but i'm a zombie fanatic so yo the graphics on there looks really really good i was really impressed by the graphics when i seen it of course it's probably you know cinematic or whatever but yo they show gameplay <laughs> that's good so uh one thing they was talking about in there uh, was an article uh follow me on twitter too by the way master 239 but it was a article and it was talking about what they did in the game um you're able to get ai to help you in the game and yo that's perfect that's the future of gaming so we're seeing this future tech being used now this is a, a situation and something that's not necessarily it's new but it's next level new but not nothing new because technically AI is already in the game if we're going to get real technical with it but this is new because it's a new it's on the next level it's on some new like yo I can talk to it my Alexa my Google whatever and don't listen I can talk to my bot and hey help me out with this level or uh hey do something play like you know what I'm saying do something with this map or whatever whatever that interaction that we have and that goes back to my point to where uh, what's going to make things different in gaming, like uh, gaming industries and, and and the gaming companies, whatnot, developers, whatnot, all around. Like we, we have to get very innovative uh, with the tech and with the ideas of what we're taking these games. And I feel like uh, something like that, interacting with AI in these digital worlds is, yo, that's incredible. We need that to happen. You know what I'm saying? So for the mere fact, we're seeing that on Dead Island 2, which is a really popular uh, zombie game in, in my eyes, you know, pretty dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
is not as fun. Still, Call of Duty Zombies is like my number one zombies game. Shout out to my homie Q. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's still one of my number one zombie games. But Dead Island 2 is a great zombie game. If you just want to just slay some zombies and have a good zombie time, Dead Island 2 is definitely the game. So, you know what I'm saying? It's one of those. And I'm just happy that for the mere fact that we can um, integrate and, and talk to our AI and you can interact with us in, in the game and in the world. So the future of tech and gaming, that we're going to see that a lot more in, in the future of gaming, I say. Um, what we're going to talk about this Sonic, man. <laughs> but when I seen the Sonic, I was like, yo, because I'm a graphics, I'm a graphics guy. So when I seen the Sonic, I was like, yo, this is like an open world Sonic. Now, I really don't, I was a little like, huh, who's these characters? And what's the story? Like, I don't really know what was going on with the story or whatnot. Of course, because the game's not out yet. But from the cuts, I was like, what are you talking about? What is this? What, what, what are they aliens? What are they like a robot or something? Uh, show me the open world. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, graphics. I love to see Sonic when the graphics, like, I was when I, my first mesmerize of the Sonic looking really, really good was on Dreamcast. That I think was that Sonic Adventure? Yeah, on, on Dreamcast. When I first seen that Sonic on Dreamcast, yo, one of my one of my favorite Sonic trailers. You dig what I'm saying? And I felt like that seeing this Sonic. And you know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, this open worldness and the graphics. I love to see uh, a next generation type Sonic. And we we definitely seen a next generation type Sonic. This was a really dope uh trailer and gameplay they show of Sonic or whatnot. <sighs> cinematic gameplay i say <laughs> but it was a really dope trailer i'm excited for the new sonic um another game lies of p was pretty dope I, I, we need a game to pronounce it. The, the lies of p was a pretty dope game but uh the the doom awakening the d-u-n-e those weird names but uh that looked really good uh, there's another one protocol something I forgot the name of that game, but that, of course, that game always looked pretty cool, but it's like, yo, like crazy, freaking gory, gory, gory. Now, I I, I, I like scary games, but um, I can't really say I'm not a, I'm not a fan of like the crazy, gory stuff, but I don't mind it, but I feel like some games can be like over gory, and I feel like this game it's kind of over gory so that's one of those like huh? uh, what's the need of all that for <laughs> but it looked good i'm not gonna lie so uh, i give it a play when it drops but that's another story um one thing i want to touch back on let me see my handy dandy board over here yo destiny 2 crossover into fortnite let's talk about it so this is a very interesting idea because we got Fortnite already have these characters from different games all over whatnot in this world. Fortnite is a very popular game. Now, when we get into crossing these games over, which is another deep elaborating conversation I had on the old, old shows about crossing games over. 
when you get into crossing games over, I feel like because the word next gen has to be more. That's when I talking about innovating in, in these different departments. We have to innovate uh, in these different departments. <laughs> so next gen to me is like a different word. So when I speak of next gen, I'm talking it has to be more than just hardware. So I'm talking about next gen to where is the idea to where we can cross two different games, two different universes together. And they did it. Destiny 2 crossover into Fortnite. Yo, I haven't had the chance to play it yet, but I seen it. And when I seen it, I was like, oh, yo, this is dope. This is, I would like to see more of this. I'm not a big uh, Fortnite fan, but I really would like to see more of this. I can see, I can see a couple games if they do it right. I can see a couple games like kind of crossing over. I have a whole list for you on another show, but I can see a couple games crossing over like that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that introduction is going to open up um, a crossover and create the idea for what PlayStation want to do with their superhero characters like with the with the x-man game shout out to the shout out to uh to, to the brother mikey uh a good brother man I, I met him and we had a whole conversation about uh about playstation and whatnot and yo what they can do with the x-man what they can do with um um guardians of the galaxy what they can do with the spider-man so these marvel characters they can start crossing in these games yo that'd be real good and even the DC games, you got the Gotham game that's about to drop. I want to talk about Batman for a little bit. I know Anchor's going to get ready to kick me out of here a little bit, but we got five minutes to take on, on the Anchor. Uh, Batman, real quick, if I don't finish my take, we're going to keep it rolling on YouTube. But the Batman game, I feel like um, it can get repetitive over time if they don't add more content into that game. That's all I say about Batman for right now, but the Batman's not out yet. So that's just my, my my clue of things looking back at the old Batman games and any other superhero game that I felt like it felt repetitive after you did the main objectives or main games or even in the midst of on the way to these main missions and maps or whatever is the, these missions felt the same or, or the, the bad guys or whatnot. But uh, they can cross these games, DC and Marvel. And I feel like what Destiny 2 has done with Fortnite allows the idea to like, like really, if it can make sense and make and be right and balanced, yo, I say make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, I gotta play it. I gotta play it. But and speaking of Destiny 2, yo, I'm very happy what Destiny 2 is doing. Destiny got another, like another, it's not, I thought it was Destiny 3 or something. But obviously, it's another add-on to Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is it has been dropping content after content after content. This game has been out for quite some time, and they're still adding on DLCs and content for this game. I'm very happy when games do that. I have a brand new copy of Destiny over here, opened up, fresh in the pack. I ain't even played yet, but I just like to support games that just does something like that. So, yo... I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for them to do that. And now we got this whole crossover with Fortnite. Not a big Fortnite fan, but yo. And for the fact that Fortnite got uh, Dragon Ball Z, 
these these different characters in this game like yo this is crazy pretty pretty freaking interesting yo but uh that's my quick take on that i had to drop a deep elaboration on that one hey shout out to efuse man efuse is a gaming social network social media network pretty dope good people over there too man but uh we're just here trying to unite all gamers man to have some good gaming conversation and shout out to uh shout out to shout out to the team man shout out to team prodigy shout out to the team man we uh we finna do some big things you know what i'm talking about we're gonna do some big things but we're gonna talk more we're gonna talk more because the anchor's finna get ready to keep me out of here though but uh Oh man, I wanna I wanna do some deep elaboration about some Resident Evil too, man, because that's on another episode. So coming up on the next episode, um, on the next episode I'm be I'm be on, on I wanna say the next episode, probably another episode, but I'm gonna deep dive about Resident Evil because we got the Resident Evil Four about to drop next year, and for the fact they canceled this Resident Evil TV show, I feel like they should have kept it alive because Resident Evil 4 remake coming out next year, if they're able to blend these shows in with the game, crazy, but that's another episode, folks. Look, man, be sure to follow me everywhere, Master23Mind on all platforms, Mastermind RGTV on YouTube, and Real Gamer on all podcast platforms, and the classic shows. The classic shows, I wanted to kind of give you a more comedy, uh, funny perspectives, but also tied into gaming. And we have some deep, elaborate gaming conversations about the future, past, and present. We're here, we're there, we're everywhere. Follow me, RGTV. That's the classic, baby. But uh, we out. It's just been real, y'all. Uh, love is love. Peace.